Welcome to the Avenue Community Church's podcast. We are a family of Christ followers seeking shalom in Memphis. We pray that you are encouraged by today's message. And as you listen, may the word of God shape you to be more like him. Psalm 73. And the main thing we want to focus on is verse 26. But it was something as 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 uh PT had, had shared this with me, uh this 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 verse with me. It made me just want to open the scriptures and be able to look firsthand at what what is going on in this song to make this person write the words that they had written. What was going on in their hearts or heart to enable them to be able to put forth such a profound statement that they made. And as I began to read on it and begin to, to ponder on it at the same time, you know, this month, we recognize, we call this like, uh, what, mental health awareness month, right? But we begin to recognize all the different type of things that can go on with us mentally. And then it began to show its forth, it began to show forth itself hourly. All the different things that go on mentally. And you see so many people, so many organizations going around and trying to get the word out is, is, is focus on yourself. Get your mental health right. Get your state of mind right because in your state of mind, you can be able to accomplish much more. If we look around in Memphis, I ran uh, uh, recently an event happened here in Memphis that was devastating. A man just, 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 Bargain to News 13. He he bargained to their uh, their, their their office, and he began to to shoot, trying to get in because he had something to say. And he shot, and he doing all these outbursts because something was going on with this man. And this man, he he he, he went. When he couldn't accomplish his mission there, he went into a, 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 a restaurant where he began to hide himself, barricade himself. And, and I was able to see it live on Facebook while this brother was, was screaming out and, 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 and the hate that was going on in him. But after all of this was said and done, they arrested this man. Thank God he didn't lose his life. They was able to apprehend him peacefully. But nobody got hurt. Thank God for that. But it showed that the News 13 followed this, followed this uh, story. And they went to when he had to appear in court. And it showed that this man was rolled into a wheelchair. And then he had his his moment where he can say whatever he wants to say. And, it, and this, this brother, he looked at them as, as they were willing him to his destination. The only thing he said is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't mean that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This man was having a mental illness that affected him. 
He didn't know how to talk about it. He didn't know where to go to try to get peace from his situation. The only thing he did was lashed out because he had a mental illness. And in the book of Psalm 73, we read about this man named Asaph. Asaph, he wrote this psalm. And in this Psalm 73, it goes in that, oh, thing I can see that Asaph was having a mental breakdown. Oh, thing he saw as, as, as he goes on, when he began, I just believe when he began to write this, this Psalm 73, he already had his breakthrough. He already went through it, but now he's able to pen his testimony of what he had went through and how he almost made a mistake, how he almost lashed out, how he almost tripped. But something he did that helped him not sin against man to not sin against God. It was something he did to help him. And Psalms, we read, I'm just going to go through some verses and talk to you a little bit about this Psalm 73. But in this Psalm 73, it says that his brother was looking upon the wicked. It says he was looking upon all the different things that they was doing and how they was being successful. And the scripture says that he began to envy these people. He began to envy everything that they was doing and how they was accomplishing these things because he knew that God wasn't helping them. But yet, only thing he saw was his state and how, how pitiful he was. But yet, he looked upon everyone else and he saw how successful they was. He was having a mental illness problem. Everybody say this with me. Get stressed out. And his presence in. Get stressed out. And his presence in. That's the story of this whole Psalm 73. It's designed to teach us how to get stressed out. Only thing he saw. He was constantly looking at the wicked prospering. There was something going on because the only thing he was looking upon is his enemies prospering. Everybody around him. I want to let you know this. That mental health is an emotional, psychological, and social well-being. When these areas are negatively affected, it begins to downward, downward cycle towards what we call mental illness. This brother began to go down. Only he began, he began to, to talk bad about how all these evil people is going about their days and God is not considering it. He went on to even say that, man, I almost slipped. I almost slipped because I was envying these people. See, he had to deal with the sin. 
The same way with that young man, that, but now he got to spend time in prison. He, could, he wasn't able to, to deal with the sin that was going on within him. See, but, but, but we're not able to deal with the, the issues that's going on with us mentally. Then we begin to lash out and act out in ways that doesn't bring, for, bring glory to the Father. So our challenge today, people, saints, hey, we got to be able to allow ourselves to be able to overcome our sin. It's not just about confessing it. We got to deal with it. Sometimes when you confess it, it just ain't going to go away. That brother said, he, and if you read this psalm, it said he was, every morning, this was constantly being before him. It was a continual battle for him to constantly not trying to, to take his mind on them, but once he looked at them, his mind can't do nothing but go. Asaph had a problem that perplexed his mind. He wrestled with this and it made him ill. Disgrace led him to want to do wicked things. And it also led him to want to be like them. He began to go on to say that, man, I cleaned my hand in vain. I began to practice, you know, trying to live right in vain because, man, the wicked seemed like, if I do what they doing, man, I'm going to make it. He was only looking at his physical state. But he wasn't consider, considering the spiritual state. See, that's what we have to do today. When we go about our day and if we go about our business, our daily living, we must always consider the spiritual state of whatever we after, whatever we're about to do. Because our flesh... Hey, it's temporal, but our spirit is eternal. So when we go about doing what we're doing, saints, we got to recognize that if sin is present, let's deal with it. So we don't act out and do harm to someone else. But it made, made the, the, the profound, one of the profound scriptures in this is, is verse 17. In verse 17 he says, Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end. He understood their end. When he went in, when he took his mind off this issue or this situation that he was facing, and he, he repented, he about faced from that, and he went into the sanctuary. But the only thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm dwelling upon this, I'm meditating on this. F the first question came to my mind is, what did he see? What did he see to make him change his perspective? What breakthrough did he happen that had, had, had to happen to him that allowed him to become, as he was thinking, as the victim, to now being the victor. What changed? 
And only I think about in the Old Testament scriptures, he said as he went into the sanctuary, as what we call the, the holy place, the tabernacle of God, only thing when he walked in, only thing he can do is look around and be able to see God's people serving. God's people serving a holy God. He began to be able to see the Levites, what they doing, uh, making sacrifice on the brazen altar. They began to see, see all uh, the priests and, and they going about their day trying to atone for people's sin. He began to look upon all these things and he recognized something. His presence is yet with me. Today we come to today we came today and we and we heard this at, at, at this assembly. And one thing we must realize, his presence is with me. I was singers that they were singing the songs that they were singing. And the only thing I was I was meditating on them words and, and the only thing they were talking about how in the midst of your situation that you will overcome. Why? Because his presence is with you. And they were trying to encourage us, encourage us to trust in God in the midst of your situation. Why? But so our mental health won't be affected. But now it'll be increased to the point we can have faith and we can wait on the Lord. The psalmist says, then he understood the end of them. And as he went on and as he went on in this psalm, and we go back to the main verse that we're talking about, verse 26. And he said that my flesh and my heart failed. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. He was saying that, man, I was tripping. You know, last year, as, as, as Brother Tim was giving a part of my testimony, last year was some trying times for me. Not just me, for my whole household, my family. I was faced with two situations in my life that could have made me bitter or it made me better. I was faced with two situations, just like ASAP, where I was, I could have been stressed out, where my mental state could have led me to do what is not pleasing in God's sight. But yet, what did I do? Man, I repented. I went into the house of God. I knew that now it's time for me to seek God more than I ever did before. And through my seeking God, it led me in different directions. That's why today I can be standing here before you today. Because it was through my seeking, and, and, and I didn't give in to the sin, 
But yet, I began to cry out to God, and I understood some things. That he is yet with me. And if the word of God lets us know, saints, that if God be for you, it doesn't matter who is against you. See, that's the truth that Asaph began to have in himself. When he began to walk and he looked at the, went to the sanctuary and he looked around and he saw all this favor around them. Hey, he experienced a deliverance. There was a man who was talking about he was on the verge of finna turn away from God. But when he went into the sanctuary, now he can have a little bit more trust in God. That's why it's so important for us today, saints, to come into the sanctuary. That's why it's so important for us today, saints, to assemble with like-minded people. Because that we can encourage them and they can encourage us. Because when I was in my darkest moments, man, did you know what I did? I assembled myself around men of God. I knew as iron sharpens iron, so do a friend sharpen the countenance of his brother. So I was looking for the brothers who, who can be able to assemble with me and be able to and pray for me and to be able to pray with me and do it until the will of God was fulfilled in my life. And saints today, saints, that's a challenge. God must be your portion. He must be your eternal delight. Far greater than any possession that you have. He must be greater than your wife if you have a spouse. He must be greater than your husband if you have a spouse. He must be greater than your children because we delight in our children. Even when they do wrong. The love is still there for us to what? Counsel them. So Asaph went on, he went on, and, and the only thing he said that you are my portion forever. It reminds me of a person who, who went through a same similar situation. You probably know him as your savior. Jesus Christ. As he walked upon earth. I recall of a situation that when he was tried into the wilderness, we were tempted by the devil. The devil began to, to, to mess with his mind. As he was going, he was walking in this desert. He's, he know he's hungry. He know he kind of kind of tired. But old thing, he was he was having a mental. He was battling in his mind. But the only thing that he had was the word of God in him that was constantly feeding him and enabling him to overcome his circumstances. That is the challenge. He told the devil, he said, man should not live off bread alone, but off every word that proceeded out the mouth of God. He knew that far greater than his situation as he was looking upon his situation, he knew it was much greater what he can't see. That's what we have to see, saints. 
we have to see today that in spite of what we're going through, hey, we got to focus on what we can't see. The word of God teaches us that faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of what is not seen. What can you see today? That's the question. What can you see today? Because we also learn that in every situation we go through in life, saints, it only what? A test of your faith. James had told us, he said, count it not strange concerning fiery trials, which is to try you. That's all it is. It's just to put you to the test. Because why? Because God wants your faith in him to be the best. And the only way it can be with the best, we have to what? Deal with the sin. And the only way to deal with the sin is you have to go into him. The word of God teaches us today that, that our body... It's the temple of God. Our bodies. Which means that the spirit of God dwells in you. The spirit of God rests in you. And you can always come to him. When you're tired. When you're frustrated. When you're stressed. You can come to him. He cares for us. So I'm not going to be before you long. I'm, I'm closing out. And, but the main thing is this. We must allow him to be our portion. Your portion. My portion. Because in that, saints, we can be able to overcome the sin that's trying to entrap us. You all be encouraged.